Hello, free thinkers. I'm Mickey Z, and I welcome you to Post Woke, the New York City-based podcast where we practice intellectual self-defense. Cindy Sheehan, what question would you like to ask God? I would ask, because I've been thinking about this a lot and doing some research on it, who created you? That was Cindy Sheehan, of course, and she was kind enough to answer the question that is the basis for this entire episode. What question would you like to ask God? So I have a couple of people who have been recorded with their answers, and a couple of people submitted them as written answers, and I will read them. And of course, I have some answers to throw in there myself. So that is the concept of this episode. In fact, Cindy's question sort of ties into one of the questions I would have asked, which is, what did everything look like pre-creation? I mean, does a word like everything even have meaning in a question like this or a phrase like look like? So that's one of the big questions I would have asked, and I'm glad that Cindy addressed it in her own way. I am now going to read a couple of the written submissions. We'll start with a post-woke subscriber named Stella. Stella, what question would you like to ask God? Dear God, where did we go wrong? Have you given up on us? Can you find it in yourself to forgive us and give us one more chance? This is an especially long smoke break you've been on. To which I replied to Stella on the thread, um, what is God's smoke? And she said, herbal, of course. But I appreciate this. And it kind of plays on another question that I might have asked, which is the eternal question. How can a God who's benevolent have so much suffering and oppression and evil in the world that he created. So in a way, I'm going to dovetail mine with Stella there. Now, another post-woke subscriber, Elliot, who I knew from the Occupy days, I'm going to ask Elliot, what would you ask God? And he has a handful of questions. He said, how come everyone thinks you're a guy? Was using the same DNA everywhere a shortcut? Are you religious? And if so, do you have a preferred faith? Is good luck random or karmic? And lastly, Elliot asks, will thousands of new IRS agents mess with me? And I can respect that. I love the other questions. But if you had this opportunity to talk to God, why wouldn't you ask a question that relates to your life in this moment right now? While you ponder what you've heard so far, we're going to take a brief musical break and hear a word from our sponsor. God is a concept. Hey, Mickey Z here, and I'm asking you to offer some support for a project that I've been running for nearly six years. It's called Helping Homeless Women NYC. And as the name implies, I've been getting out there on the streets for, like I said, nearly six years to offer direct relief to some of the most vulnerable yet fiercest women you'll ever want to meet. If you check the show notes, you will find a direct link for how to donate at GoFundMe. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon patron or in ordering uh, 
restaurant gift cards directly from my wish list. Shoot me an email and I'll send you that information. But I'm just requesting some support, thanking you in advance, and asking you, no matter what, to please share the link far and wide. Now, let's get back to the show. Allison Gray, what question would you like to ask God? My biggest question for God right now is, does God ever get confused? Does God ever get anxious? Does God ever worry that he or she or they made a mistake in what they created, how they created it? Does God have regrets? Does God want to be someone else? Does God ever get sick of being God? Does God wonder if there's a God? Is God ever afraid to be loved? To love? Does God ever pray to something bigger than God for help, for relief, for salvation? Does God feel the same way about us that we feel about God? What does God want more than anything else? What does God desire? What does God hope for, if anything? That, of course, was best friend of the podcast, Allison Gray, musician, writer, magician, synchro mystic, and more. And I knew, I totally counted on her coming up with questions that were going to leave me kind of tilting my head like a cocker spaniel, like, hmm. I had never even thought to ask God those questions. And yet now that I've heard them, I'm thinking, man, do I want to hear the answers to those. So thank you, Allison, as always. Okay, let's get to two more written submissions, starting with Simon, a Facebook friend. And I asked him, what would you like to ask God? Simon replied, who the fuck are you so jealous of? Now, I will somewhat safely assume that Simon is referencing Exodus, in which this is written. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. So yeah, thank you, Simon, because what's with this why would an almighty, omnipotent being be jealous? And what could he possibly be jealous of? But to some degree, even worse, I don't know, maybe not even worse, but on the same level is what's up with this punishing children for the sin of the parents? It's very confusing to me. And I appreciate Simon for pointing us in that direction. Um, another person was Francis, a post-woke subscriber. And so Francis, what would you like to ask God? She replied, Hi, God. Does your mom know what you're up to? Does your dad approve? To which I replied, hmm, he may need more supervision, huh? And she, Francis came back, well, the way I figure it, if we are made in his image, then he is as unruly and untrustworthy as we are. 
So I truly appreciate that, Francis. And I think it connects all the way back to the beginning with Cindy Sheehan in the sense that why are we so convinced that everything begins with God, that no one created God, that he doesn't have parents, that something didn't exist before he created the current universe. So I find that to be a fascinating line of thought. And speaking of fascinating lines of thought, I'd like to believe, um, I'm going to share one more of my questions. It's going to come off as facetious, but I think there's some value to it because I will eventually like to do a show like this where I ask people about UFOs. And this connects in the sense that if, if the whole God, virgin birth, Jesus crucifixion story is true, what I'd want to ask God is that is Earth the only planet to which he had to send Jesus to save it? I mean, it's a massive universe. Are there other um, planets or dimensions in which life exists that he also had to send a son? Or does he have other sons or daughters that he sends? And were all of them maybe not crucified, but executed in some way? I mean, or is Jesus like just jetting around the universe, doing his thing, saving civilizations on different planets? And I'd really like to know because, or was Earth the only fuck up? Are we the only planet that was so bad that God had to go to the extreme of sacrificing his only son? I'll be back with more questions for God after this word from our sponsor. Oh, Mickey Z again. Um, I trust you're enjoying this episode. And if you are, I'd really, really appreciate it if you would become a paid subscriber to Post Woke. For just $5 a month, you get daily content, including these podcasts, at least once a week. That's $5 a month, less than 17 cents a day. So please consider doing this. Your help is essential. It's crucial. And this project depends on it. So thank you in advance, and let's get back to the show. Long-time listeners to Post Woke will be familiar with my Uncle Butch, and it's been far too long since he's been on the show, and he was kind enough to participate. So, Uncle Butch, what question would you like to ask God? Man uh, doesn't know where he is in terms of how how is he doing, you know, uh, in terms of the sins of his life, and even if he goes to confession, whether those sins are really uh, forgiven uh, by your representative on earth, uh, the priest, and where do we stand at any particular point in life? How do we really know? Because the, the punishment for uh, not being uh, not being in a state of grace is pretty terrible. Uh, everlasting pain, everlasting pain in hell, uh, and with no end in sight. It's pain forever, and that is uh, just beyond the scope. I I understand we caused that uh, these things ourselves, but. Uh, you know, me, I, I, for instance, do attempt to 
to to uh, uh, confess my sins, to ex- uh, tell uh, the priest and you how sorry I am that I convinced that I um, committed these sins, but I don't know. There's no scorecard, you know, and that may seem silly, but it would be nice to know how we're doing. It would be nice to know how we're doing. And I could really relate to my uncle on this because we're of a different generation, but we both grew up in the Catholic Church, and it's a very Catholic thing, confession and um well, I shouldn't say, I don't know how much other religions focus on hell, but we certainly were threatened with it on a regular basis from the priests and nuns who taught us. And if that's how it's going to be, then could somebody, is there some way that somebody could just update us periodically on how we're doing so we could make the adjustments so we don't wind up burning for all eternity? How do we really know whether we are in, as my uncle said, a state of grace? So I truly appreciate that. And it was great to have Uncle Butch back on the show. We have three more guests to get to, but I want to squeeze in one more question from myself. Um, What I would want to ask God is why did he choose to send his son to earth with such an important message in the year zero in Bethlehem? I mean, I am reaching more people right now on this podcast than Jesus met in his entire human life on earth. Why, if this was so important, why didn't you wait to say right now and drop him in Times Square with a Wi-Fi connection and, and watch him take off, maybe give him a substack? I mean, it doesn't, there's no logic. Like if you are an all-knowing, omnipotent, almighty God, this is a really bad mistake as to getting your message out there and then not having Jesus write anything and rely on humans to interpret and translate over centuries his words. So, right, if he was speaking now on a podcast, we wouldn't need translators. We, everyone would have a copy of the file. So, God, what were you thinking? Next up is a supporter by the name of James who said, I'd ask if God listened to Ivan Illich. And my assumption would be, if he does, he makes sure the Vatican doesn't find out. The final written guest is Richard, a Facebook friend, but someone that I know in person here in Astoria. And he floored me in a way I didn't expect in this particular exercise. Richard began by saying, I would have so many questions, like all of us, I imagine. Then he added, however, the first thing I would want to ask is if I could see my mom now. And even just reading those words knocks me on my ass. Because, Richard, man, I feel you. On that note, it's time for a musical break and one more message from our sponsor. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this short specialty episode. And of course, thank everyone who chose to participate. 
If you have questions for God that you want to add, please put them in the comments and maybe we'll do a part two. And if you know me personally, that would mean you have my personal email address. Um, feel free to record an audio file, hopefully no more than a minute, and email it to me in case we do a second show like this. However, I'm also curious to know if any of you, how many of you, have other ideas. I mentioned UFOs before, and I wouldn't want it to be simplistic like, do you believe in them? I'd want to ask, do you believe they're among us? Are they extraterrestrial or interdimensional? Like, like go into depth about it, but it doesn't have to be UFOs. It could be any large subject in which you guys, my listeners, want to hear questions posed and pose your own questions. So I open the floor to you in comment threads and the folks who know me can email me, of course, and let's get some of these um, interactive shows happening more often. So on that note, we're going to come back with the last of the recorded guests, and then we'll segue into a short story and wrap things up. Charles Eisenstein, what question would you like to ask God? Yeah, there's a paradox here, because if I were uh, truly confident that I was in the presence of God and could ask any question, and I just knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt, then I wouldn't have any questions to ask. And now, it's story time. It feels appropriate to end this particular episode with a short story related to my time in Catholic school, in particular St. Patrick's Grammar School, where I spent first to eighth grade primarily being taught by nuns. Now, when we were very young in that school, in our eyes, the nuns could be pretty sadistic. For example, the fire drills at St. Pat's always seemed to be timed for the nastiest weather or during standardized tests, and the worst was gym class in the winter. We'd be lined up outside the building shivering in t-shirts and shorts, passers-by gawking at our skin covered in goosebumps. Meanwhile, the nuns were draped head to toe in black, totally warm. But I did find out later because my mom worked in the library at the school, that we had a genuine bomb scare once, but nobody knew the difference. So yeah, nuns could be sadistic, but they could be secretive too. And I suppose it's a good thing that they kept their guard up. I 